guys. Hey, check it out. Nerdtacular.com is live. There are tickets available for the big event. It's happening in July, the weekend of the 4th. And you, you, dear listener, are encouraged to come. Who's going to be there? Well, I will, of course. Tom Merritt, Veronica Belmont, Brian Ibbett, Brian Dunaway, Randy Jordan, uh, Justin Robert Young, uh, uh, Brian Brushwood. Uh, I'm running out of names. The Spags, Steven Schleicher, the Major Spoilers crew, uh, some cartoonists and stuff, and a bunch of other people we haven't even announced yet. Oh, yeah, the guys that host The Instance with me. And you. That's who's coming on Nerdtacular. Sign up now at nerdtacular.com, and tickets are going fast. Well over half of them are gone. If you want in, you got to get in now. And come join us at beautiful, sunny Snowbird Resort right here in Salt Lake City, Utah, July 4th weekend in 2014 for Nerdtacular 2014. That's a lot of 2014s. Nerdtacular.com. This is The Final Score, episode 151 for Saturday, March uh, 15th, 2014. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Final Score, the video game podcast for the rest of us. said that with some authority there. Uh, My name is Scott Johnson. Brian Dunaway joining us today. Hello, Brian. Hi, Scott Johnson. What an odd thing to have you join us. Whatever, you're here every week. What what am I even saying? You're here all the time. Every stinking week. Stupid thing to say. Uh, Nicole Spag also here. Hi, Nicole. I am not a man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just sick. (laughs) She's she's playing the role. Today, the role of uh, Kathleen Kathleen Turner Turner will be played by Nicole Spag. (laughs) Well, wonderful. It could get lower. It could be that low, but let's hope it isn't. Uh, welcome back, everybody. It's time for a show. we got a live chat room. Find a bunch of folks here early in the morning. Not as many as usual because, you know, a lot of them didn't know about it. That's okay. It's all right. It's okay, Better people. odds for the ones that did show up. Yeah, that's right. You guys are going to win some serious codes today. It's going to be kind of insane. So if you're here, uh, you should be duly... Uh, serious codes. Given- not cold. We're not giving away Nicole's... No, cold. no. We're giving away codes. She'd have to make out with you. Uh, <laughs> according to Patrick yesterday on Current calling. Geek. Uh, give me pa- some. Patrick uh, Bejan on Current Geek last night said, made the statement that uh, the only kissing is French kissing. Yeah. And I suppose if you want to get Nicole's cold, you'd have to talk to her about that, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll just send you to Patrick. Good idea. <laughs> only a- the French would dare. That's right. Stick their tongue in somebody else's mouth. Only Patrick. Full of cheese, too. That's the other thing they got to have. Mouthful of cheese, armpits unshaved, tongue down right. your throat. Perfect. Sounds well, like a nice, you know, existence. Doesn't Whatever. it, though? And a good transition. <laughs> hey, what are you playing? <laughs> Let us discuss the games that we are currently involved in, uh, or that we are playing, and there turns out to be a few going on in our lives. For me, it's more Hawken. I won't say much more, except it's open now, so anybody can get in. Me too, Hawken. Free. Hawken do. Me too, Hawken. Last, as of last week, you can, uh, you can hop I in there. I downloaded it. Yeah? Have you installed, <laughs> installed it? Installed it. You haven't yeah, played I it yet? installed it. I haven't played it yet. You gotta make yourself a mech. Yeah. Me and Scott tried to play last week, but it was too many darn people on. Yeah. Just got, oh, really? Got overloaded. Some of the tools didn't work. So, you know, to be expected on on a day where the thing gets flooded. And this is how you know the game's been flooded. Because for the year I've been playing the beta, everybody has kind of a unique looking uh, mech. It's Nobody had like the same mech or whatever. 
And then suddenly, the day it went live, every match I'm in is that big microwave head looking mech. It's like yeah, the starter mech. Yeah. And that, that's just it was a little bit uncontrollable, to be honest. They're just everywhere. Uh, and still, but they're good players. I mean, I'm having some great matches, so this is not a complaint. But uh, yeah, still enjoying the hell out of Hawking. And for those of us without Xbox Ones or, you know, for whatever reason, aren't interested in getting it on the PC and not having Titanfall right, in our right. lives, I feel like Hawking is a fine substitute for uh, that. Get kind on of now before people get good, because right now I'm actually able to, I'm able to hang because the, the scoring system isn't a, you know, you one kill equals one point. Uh, you get like you shoot some stuff and you get points. Well, it depends on if you you heal some people, you get some points. Sure, sure, you get points for all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I right. mean, if you're in a de- team deathmatch, you're getting definitely getting points for killing dudes, but you're also going to get a lot more for support, for double kills, for you know all the stuff double you do kill. in these games these days. The game is rad, and people should be playing it. So, so wait, you Titanfall's on PC too, right? It is. Yeah, you get it through Origin and all that. If you want, I'm not trying to. I'm not anti-origin in this case. I, I kind of don't like origin generally, but my problem with Titanfall isn't Titanfall or Origin or EA or Microsoft or anybody else. But in the two cases where I can play it, I don't think after talking to friends I trust when it comes to first-person shooter action multiplayer games, I don't trust that it's enough of a game for me to want to go purchase a, uh, an Xbox one for it. I'll get an Xbox right. one eventually when, when again, when the games make sense to me, but that one's not enough just to be the one game I buy, a, you know, $400. Because it's all multiplayer, right? Yeah. yeah, that's it. And it reminds me of the game that came out a few years back on the PC or, or the PS3. And it was, it was no single player. It was all, and it was like 126 people could be in the same match together and it was all first person shooter. That, that Eve Do you remember thing? that one? The, uh, no, it wasn't Eve. Oh, I'm blanking on the name of it. Not the it wasn't the Eve spinoff, I mean. The uh, what was it called? No. Oh. oh, 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 oh. Rad, oh wait, uh, rad, wait. Uh, rad or um not, Right. Not oh, rad. It's something like that. The but anyway, free the raw didn't. war something, whatever it was. Oh, it wait really a minute. Didn't. Raw, is that it? Mag. Mag. Mag, Mag that's it. Yeah, Sh- I remember Mag. Sh- Shimmer yeah. in the chat room. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Who is isn't he voting today on whether he's joining Russia or not? Who? Chimera. 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 Oh, Chimera. Sorry. Oh, oh Chim- <laughs> I get it. Nice. Hey, look at you all topical. We're all the politics. Yeah, you're like Wolf Blitzer all of a sudden. That's fantastic. Um, no, I, I remember that game. It was. It had some. Uh, this is a smaller scale kind of effort right. in terms of you know total players Number and all that. Players, and yeah. it looks rad and it looks totally fun. And I'm sure people are having a complete blast with it. But there's a cost versus value problem in my head right now where I have yeah. plenty of really cool games to play and it's not enough for me to just drop everything and go buy that. Or in the, in the case of the PC version, I don't know. Do I just want to play a multiplayer game for 60 bucks? That's, no. I, that's the other thing. I think the price is wrong. I think that game should be 30. If it's going to be a multiplayer only game and that's really the only thing you got and there's a handful of modes for multiplayer and that's it. You know what, you know what I call this, this part of the show? I call this Scott's wallet. This is no, you should call it Scott's, Scott's how to generate Scott's, e- angry emails portion of the show. Because Scott's going to be all like, this is, I'm not paying $60. This is stupid. And then five minutes from now, we're going to be talking about Canada price price increase on PS4. is going to be all like supply and demand. It's all right. <laughs> well, I may not be cool with that either, actually. I'm, I'm siding <laughs> with my Canadian brothers on that story. But right. But I, I just, I, it's just a value question for me. It's as simple as that. Absolutely. I don't doubt the game's great. I'm sure it's really, really fun. But 60 bucks plus all these other factors, I'm just not ready. It's not ready to go. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting balance of, of, you know, well, how much game is actually there and how much of it is created because there's other users. And can you really charge for bringing in 
other people's experience to create a cool game. Mm. But then you got to think there's servers. Yeah. They got to maintain. Oh, so I know, but everyone has servers to maintain. That's not, that's nothing yeah. new. There's not like they're doing some crazy new server maintenance. It's just servers. It's just blades right. and they can, yeah, go ahead. I was looking at it, but as soon as I found out there was no like single player campaign, cause I, I mean, I do, I mean, I saw there was a study and it said something like the reason why they didn't do it is because they, they figured only 10% or something like that actually played the single player campaign. Well, I was one of those ten percent in Call of Duty. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that that number, the, this, this, I, f- I feel like that number's wrong. I cannot imagine ten percent of all the millions who bought that thing played yeah. the can didn't get play the campaign. I don't that know if it was ten percent, but I know it was low. Yeah, it was a low. Whatever it was, it was this low percentage, and I, I just was like, really, come on now. I mean, I realize I come from the perspective of I as a guy who does like the campaigns as well, right. and I like story. I'm, I'm big on that. I want that world to be fleshed out. I'm fine with a multiplayer-only experience, but I'm not fine with it being a premium $60 experience. Yeah, I agree. If it was 100%. sixty, if it had a campaign and it was 60 I wouldn't be batting an eye. I'd say, oh, yeah, that sounds about right. That's what you pay. So what you're saying is, no, I'm not, I'm, it's I'm right. kind De- of in agreement with you, but I've got to, I've got to bounce the other side. All right, okay, the devil so needs an advocate. About- Go ahead now. <laughs> right. Brian, get the demo. Yeah, Shut get up. the demo. <laughs> Come over here, Mr. Lucifer. Yeah. Let's have a discussion. Uh-huh. All right, so... The idea is, okay, you're willing to pay 60 bucks for a what, 15, 14-hour campaign, but you're not willing to pay for the that experience. Has that has multiplayer. Oh, so it has to have both. the multiplayer. No, no, it has both. I'm not saying I'd pay 60 for just a single-player experience. I mean, I might, depending on the game, but in this case, right, where it, there's obviously a focus on multiplayer, I, I want freaking both. Why am I getting mm. phone calls? Goodbye. Yep. It's me. It's Brian. I'm calling you. To tell you, Scott, I'm on the other line. Jeez. Plus, I got I updated my iPhone today, and they put a kind of a new interface for the phone answering bit, right. and uh, threw me off, and I didn't know what button to push for a minute. But I got it now. It's all good. Oh yeah, they did that. It's annoying the crap out of me. I'm like, I don't know how to slide. I don't it's mind like, it. I think it's fine. It's just, yeah, it seems actually pretty is- intuitive and good. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's like anything. Yeah. Something new comes, and you go, <gasps> and then you're fine. Who cares? Well, my reflex is to go slide, but now it's like, ooh, got to hit a dot. My reflex is to go slide, slide, slippity slide, something, something, something. How's the rest of that song go? Chicken Coolio. tastes like wood. I don't know. Oh, was that Coolio? No, it wasn't. Yeah, I got yeah no- it's Coolio. Oh, yeah. I miss Jake's- Coolio. Yeah. I ain't got no car, fool. What's Coolio doing now? Anyone know? Uh, last time I saw him, he was singing Kenan and Kel's song for uh, Nickelodeon. Well, here he is. Artist Levon Ivy Jr., better known as the stage name as Coolio. He's an American musician, rapper, and whatever. He's uh, still doing it. Still got... Uh, <laughs> Like, to Michelle Pfeiffer's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely said. I, I like sick Nicole. He She's was born friend. in 63. That would put him at age 50 now. So there you go. He's older than us. Oh, yeah, yeah of course he is. He's Coolio. Come on now. You know um, he's got talent. <laughs> all right. Now I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Too much TMS on the mind. So I got a game I need to recommend to everybody within the sound of my voice. And all you ooya people. Already, you already knew about this, okay? You knew you had a good, you had the one good game on your platform. Too bad it wasn't exclusive because it was coming to these other platforms. But good lord, Towerfall Ascension is fan freaking tastic! What a game! So what you want to know where my value lies? This thing's fifteen bucks. PS4 and PC, get it on either one. Although I'd recommend PS4 because it's more of a couch experience. Um, Plus, you have one. Well, and there's no online multiplayer. Is my point? Right. Is you can't like the PC version would be fine if. I could, you know, and I can bring Nick in here and have two controllers and play, sure. But if I really want to play the way you're supposed to, 
It's really a much better couch experience or an online experience, and there is no online right now. Um, anyway, Towerfall is great. Major throwback, 8-bit graphic-looking thing. But if you like things like Super Smash Brothers, then what the hell are you even listening to us for? Go buy Towerfall Ascension. That game is so good. So good that I could not put it down. The ki- I've not heard my kids yell and laugh and just m- melt into a puddle of laughter and, and giddiness in a game in so long. It is right. so much fun, so competitive. It's an absolute blast, and I can't say enough about it. And it's just really simple. It's You're these little dudes. You pick one. You can play up to four players if you have four controllers. Although that's a kind of an expensive proposition on a PS4 is to get all right, four right, of you right. in there. I mean, it's already that expensive adding stuff. one, but... Uh, so, so really, t- four pack? so really, Titanfall or t- Towerfall cost me. <laughs> well, no, I don't mean four games. I mean four controllers, like fifty oh, bucks gotcha, a piece gotcha, or sixty gotcha. bucks a piece. So I'm paying. Like I'm seriously tempted right now to get two more controllers. I, I'll end up spending two Titanfalls worth of controllers <laughs> to play <laughs> Towerfall Ascension. Towerfall. Anyway, um, it's awesome. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I, I can't. Um, there's so many ways I could describe it. So many things you could just. It's better a, if you just experience it. Did you do it. a Let's Play already? I haven't because uh, I just barely got the Steam version, so I will be Actually. doing that at some point. Cool. I can't capture my PS4, though. Just, just to correct what we were talking about with Titanfall, because I'm sure you'll get emails, um, World Inc. in the chat room says there is a campaign, but it's multiplayer style. Yeah, no, so I knew no about s- that. It's this weird It's a weird concession, though. But it's, even then, I just still... I, I like a single player campaign where I, I can go at my own pace. Right now, having watched a bunch of playthroughs, though, I can tell. Let me tell you what the campaign is. And this is not knocking them. It's great they threw it in there. It's fine. But people who think that campaign, in even in a multiplayer sense, is a truly like fleshed out, awesome campaign, you're smoking the crack because it's basically like this. Hey guys, we got to go down there and get those resources. All right, Bill, let's go. Fight, 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 fight. Dead, dead, dead. Ah, too bad we lost. Next chapter. Hey, we got to go to this other planet and get some more stuff. I mean, it's really, really light. Thin, thin story. Very right? thin. Thinner than the thinner. Thinner than budding meat. Yeah, that's a what? Wait, what? <laughs> What's budding, budding meat? meat? You never, you never had the budding meat comes in those little bitty, those little packages and the thin. Oh thin yeah, yeah, sandwich yeah, meat. yeah. Oh, I do like thinning meat. I like thin meat. I know what you're talking right. about. I, I like thin meat. Heard it here first. Too. <laughs> I was thinking like cloned meat or something like that. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. Like Budding s- it. Like some thin meat that grows on top of a Petri dish or something. <laughs> anyway, I cannot say enough about Towerfall Ascension. And if I could play it multiplayer with you guys online, I would. It's just an incredible experience. And if you have people you like to enjoy to sit around on a couch and play games with, like me and the kids, oh, man. Never had that much fun. In fact, I'm here to tell you, this seems like a broad statement. I'm pretty sure I may not have ever oh, had this so sexist. this level of fun on the couch with a game uh, <laughs> and with local multiplayer, let me put it that way, ever. And I'm talking, Great. I have some fond memories of my Bomberman days and a freaking uh, GoldenEye multiplayer and all that stuff was great. Don't get me wrong. This may have just jumped in the top spot. It's fantastic. Play it. Also played Left 4 Dead 2 with Nick. Steam. It was on Bye-bye. sale for five bucks. So I bought him a copy. And uh, he likes the zombies, so we, uh, we killed some zombies together, and it was a good time. Did you get that? blown up with any like uh, goo or anything like that, or did you? No, we. Uh, I'm trying to think what we we mostly did campaign, and um, it was he had never played. He played one some, but he'd never played two, so he's not used to the spitters or the charger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying Ooh. to remember if there's another nasty. But that makes me angrier than the charger. Oh, they have lady boomers now. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't Is even know great, when that happened. Big, fat. Huh. Yeah, big fat lady with giant boils and stuff. Yeah. Nice. Huh. Yeah. 
Um, we had a skin where you can put them in, in McDonald's uniforms. The two boomers, yeah. the male and female boomers look like managers at a McDonald's. <laughs> anyway, we played the hell out of that and that was way fun. And then finally, uh, I did boost to 90. Nicole, you want to talk about this real quick? This whole level Yeah, because thing? I honestly, I, I did my boost last night and, uh, well, not, I didn't do the boost because I don't, I can't decide which tune to boost. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just well, kind of stuck in a holding pattern at the moment. Well, all right. So here's the recommendation I would make. We we made this determination on the on the instance yesterday I, after the some reason, thought. I, I just want to say the reason why I'm in a holding pattern is because of what you said on the instance. Oh, so okay. That's a, I'm glad you did then because I would actually <laughs> recommend people wait until launch day now. But I want to so bad. I know, but you do, but, but you do, you do, but you don't. Because here's what'll happen: you'll do, you'll end up like me. So just to give people a clear idea of what's going on, if you pre-purchase World of Warcraft Warlords of Draenor, you can boost any character, a new one or an existing character who's not 90 yet, all the way to 90. Even if he's level 85, you can boost him five levels to 90. Or if he's level two, you can boost him to 90. You'll get all the gear you need, all the flying uh, stuff you need, uh, an actual flying mount in case you don't have one, although there's, you know, the account-wide stuff is easy to have multiples. Anyway, all that you need to get to where you need to go Boom. One little click. Off you go. You get one with the pre-order. It's it's free. Later on, you can buy additional ones for 60 bucks. That's down the road. Uh, so that's why this is a big choice, right? Because this is your yeah. only one-shot free one. Right. Well, the problem I had was, well, okay, when the expansion comes out, for listeners who don't know this, you will be able to, to do that boost day one, and it will take your character to a place where it's part of the overarching story of the new expansion and you Maybe are get you some training yeah you get piecemeal fed your your abilities so if it's a character like me with my shaman i don't know anything about him i've never played him before so it would slowly give me my abilities so i can try them here try them there try the next batch try the next batch kind of dark or uh death knight style from uh from uh right uh, right right freaking whatever the wrath Lich of Lich King. King. yeah so that that is a cool experience that I'm not going to get now because what this does before the expansion is it just plops you down in Timeless Isle and says, see ya. Oh gosh. And you don't have, have any, fun. you don't have any training. You don't know what to do. Now there are a million guides. I can go to a thousand videos. Yeah. It's not like there's a shortage of the internet on the internet to tell me what to do with the shaman at level 90. So I will figure it out, but it is a little overwhelming and at the yeah. same time, slightly underwhelming because you're not launching into something new and you're just going to be chipping away at a character at the same time as your main for kind of nothing. Because when the expansion comes out, you, you're you not going to care about all the content that's here now for this new boosted 90. You're going to care about the new game. Right. Isn't isn't there also a benefit of being 60 or higher? Yeah. So if you're 60 or higher, you get all of the, you get max level on all your professions. Uh, or you get to right. choose, if you that's don't have right. any, you choose which ones you want. You just max them. And I think I, I want to to do this with a, a druid. Um, Hanging out with Dark Anders and WoW makes me, I'm like, damn. Oh, he's good. He's oh, my gosh. I'm, he's ridiculous. I'm yeah. like, why am I playing a freaking paladin? Drew's cool. Or Drew. Druids are cool. Drew's cool, yeah. too. I don't know who Drew is, but I just said that. <laughs> Drew. So, and I was thinking I would, because I have a level 32 Druid, Neomu. It's a Tauren. And uh, I was thinking about leveling her up to 60 and then just doing the boost on that. Yeah, it's a good idea. That's a good idea because of the that particular benefit is actually a huge one. And had I had a dude at 60 or higher, I would have done it. But I, right. all my tunes were just below that, like 58 or 50. I mean, I guess I could have leveled for a few days, but here's the, here's the thing. Actually two levels would have taken much less than that. I'm sure. But you just don't know until you get there, how, right. how kind of in the middle of nothing you are. And you're just like, well, it's not like I'm going to raid with this guy. I mean, I could, I, I might, could, I like, might, you could. Yeah. But then 
And that's okay. And in that case, maybe you're better off because the way I look at it is I want, I do want to work on this character, but I kind of want to work on him for the expansion. Not so much now. Yeah. So that's yeah, where I, I got know. in the snag. I just, I, I, it's like, it's just sitting there and I'm like, uh, and it's going to be on my screen. Cause you can, you can buy the, uh, you can do the pre-order and it's just going to say level 90 up in the corner. And it's just going to taunt you every time you log in. Yep. Every time to click on it and then. And it's going to bug you that you're not doing it. I know. I totally I know. know. I took a bullet for everybody to try it. And now I'm yeah. kinda, I'm, I'm just feeling a slight twinge of booster's remorse. Yeah. Mm. I, I, uh, I kind of. Brian, if you get back in, you get a level 90 character, man. There you go, Brian. Oh, okay. You know who it's for. Uh, hot, it's for you. Diggity dog. It's good for you. Pull that you cow don't... out of the ravine and get him to 90. There's too much to too much to do. There's no, there's not. not. That's the point. If you no, move- no, no, I'm saying there's too much for me to gaming wise. Oh, oh, because- right. oh. I could see that. Those but demos. but yeah. here, let me. I will say this. Hey, if hey, you're hey. if you're worried <laughs> about demos, listen. If you're worried about World of Warcraft being too much content right now, the boost is actually a really cool thing because the boost takes you to a place where now you really only have two or three things to worry about. Like you're not, you're not worried about all the other leveling and dungeons and every other crap you got to do. You literally have, all right, what do I want to do? Do I want to do PVP? Okay, great. I can queue over here. Do I want to do LFR? Great. I can queue here. Or do I just want to do a bunch of solo stuff? Great. I'm in Timeless Isles. I can be, I can play here. It's like three ways to go. Simple, easy. You can forget about everything that happened in the past. That's really why they're doing this. Does it still cost $14.95 a month? Uh, well, no. It was never fourteen, was it? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it oh, still does. It still costs yeah. you that. That's a that's if you do monthly, but if you do like the six month pack, it goes down to ten, month. right? Nine ninety nine a month, eleven or something like that. Oh, yeah, something like oh, that. I can play. I can play StarCraft two or <laughs> Diablo three. Or if you were me, you could be playing uh, Heroes of the Storm Technical Alpha. Which Heroes I of the Storm. Yeah. Just did they just give that to you because who you are or did you actually apply for so it? So we did not apply. So the way it works is <laughs> they they are giving them out right now. This particular level is only being given out to what they refer to as quote unquote community influencers. So it's oh. people who have shows at whatever popularity level is they seem appropriate or if they have, in you know, our case, the instance or if they're big time streamers like the day nines of the world and the people streaming on Twitch all day and that kind of stuff. So that it's a it, that seems like a limited pool, but it was actually thousands of, of keys wow. uh, or not keys, but accounts. So mm-hmm. they didn't do keys with this. So they didn't show up on eBay. There's none of that weirdness. You, you literally have it tied to your, your Battle.net account. Right, and that's right. the only, you're the only person that can use it. I like, I like to do that. Yeah, I, I, I do too. actually like that Battle.net has that because you just, you just show up one day and you're like, Oh, I have access. Yeah. Click. Yeah, yeah. It works. Well, they let me know, nice. but yeah. So, and the cool thing about it too, is even though they're still in what they are referring to as an alpha, and they're doing stress tests on an alpha build of the game. Uh, this is the first time they've ever done that in an alpha stage where it was also not tied to an NDA. So there's we can talk about it, stream it, record oh, it, whatever cool. we want. Yeah, nothing nothing holding anybody back. Um, it's good. It's really good. I mean, what we played, that little bit we played at BlizzCon seemed real fun, mm-hmm. but it was right. hard to get your head around it because it wasn't very long, right? We weren't in yeah. there very long. But I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I can tell <laughs> you we after... Objective, really? <laughs> and I recorded the tutorial and that's up on YouTube and people can see that whole intro bit, but that and the matches I've played since have led me to believe that I am going to really enjoy this game and I'm going to enjoy it far more than I did any other MOBAs. I don't like Dota. I don't like League of Legends. Those games always kind of put me off. I'm not good enough at them. People there are a little bit caustic and toxic. And this is not, well, first of all, the toxicity is not there yet because again, it's all streamers and podcasters and bloggers, right? So everyone's nice and like-minded and nobody's being a a dick, but the dicks are probably coming at some point. 
But the game, the game. <laughs> that's play, the shirt I want. Yeah, that's the shirt uh, I'd like to wear. Nice right. But uh, but the but until then, or or even <laughs> after then, it's still a very playable, fun experience that doesn't seem like it has the kind of curve those other two games have. Blizzard seems to be stripping out some of the annoying features or features that cause a lot of consternation and instead focusing on what makes that particular game type fun. And I'm kind of all in. It's real good. So um, very excited about that game. And it looks like it, if, if, if there was any question about whether it was going to be a free-to-play game, and I don't know why there would have been, but there's no question. It absolutely will be. Um, right. You can actually you can unlock characters in the game with the in-game currency, or you can use real money to unlock skins for the characters you have. Money! So it's like, it's basically what, um, uh, it's, it's a variation on what LOL does with their right. game. Right. What, uh, what does Scott's wallet say about buying? Uh, I'm not buying kind of skins. Stuff. I don't care about skins. They don't, I mean, unless they really look, they make a GURP skin. I'll get it. Fine, oh, fine. Well, well, you should get it for free. <laughs> well, maybe. But if they don't do that, I'm not that interested in it. But the unlocking characters with in-game currency or boosting out with real money, I don't mind those kinds of things. That's Those are normal transactional ex- expectations in a free-to-play world that we live in now. So that's fine. Right, right. I mean, it's no different than Hawking or anything else. So, um, yeah, it's good. I like it. I can't wait until everyone gets to play it because it's already... Like you'd expect, polished all the hell and back and just looks great. Uh, Brian, what are you playing? What are you doing? Scott, Scott Johnson. Well, I did play some Hawking as well. Talked yeah. about earlier. Yeah. Uh, but then, then I got this little game I had never heard of. Uh, a nice little, uh, one, of our, one of our community members sent me uh, this. It's called Orion Dino Horde on Steam. Uh, Neff sent it to me. He sent me a couple of games this past week. Yeah, I'd like to give a little shout out to Neff. Neff, uh, I think he's been having a little bit of, I don't know what kind of uh, uh, physical problems he's got going on, but he's got some stuff going on. And I I just want to say, I hope you feel better, Neff. Uh, Thanks for hanging out on Steam and and, and, uh, giving us games. Yeah, well, he gave us a copy of Dino Horde to give away in the chat room today, too. Did he really? Well, okay, this game is a a, a first person shooter. (laughs) And uh, it's it's kind of you you got to you got to control the only part I've played so far. You've got to control waypoints, and you're basically either a, a human with with a, like, like a modern human, someone with like uh, weapons and and laser rifles and that kind of stuff. And uh, you're pitted, laser rifles, and you're pitted against dinos, and uh, the, and that's how I start anyway. And so uh, you've got to defend your your. Um, your generator points because if you don't defend your generators, then it goes away. I don't know how exactly these uh, Volops Raptors or whatever they are are attacking my generator, but they're standing there and there's points being taken away, so I killed them. <laughs> voluptuous Raptors. Yeah, the Voluptuous, the voluptuous raptors. raptors. They've got they've got the double breast meat. Hey, I may draw and, that. Uh, I right. may I might draw that. That's a funny idea. <laughs> voluptuous Raptors. I'm on Voluptuous it. Raptors. Right. And so yeah, so I got on that end of it, and that's fun to play against those guys. There's a whole bunch of them. And if they if they but there's one there's it's kind of intense because you know that a lot of games have where you've got that final kill shot where you know if you get taken down, if you can fight your way back to life, then you get a you know a second chance. Well, that happens here as well. But when those freaking dinosaurs hit you, they run off at high speed. And you're like, wait, and they're just running, running away as fast as they can. You're like, crap. And so I died more than once. Uh, I did get to play for a few seconds. I got to play as the dinosaurs, and apparently there's something to do with eggs, and you're supposed to guard them. And you might be fighting against other di- bigger dinosaurs like a T-Rex, but uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Multiplayer. It's like $14.99 on Steam. Uh, I was actually surprised how much fun I have because I'm, I'm always up. 
for some dino action. Aren't you, though? I bet you are. Yeah. Bring me up some <laughs> dino action. Hubba, hubba. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Voluptuous <laughs> raptor. Voluptuous <laughs> raptors. What are you doing over there by my generators? All right. So, all right. So I did that. Also got, uh, I, I, I got to play a little bit. I got a little bit of time mm. in uh, Elder Scrolls Online beta. Uh, I got the, I have the, I had the beta client and I, I did, I downloaded it last weekend and I actually got to play for about mm, 20 minutes today. Yeah. What say you? And, uh, Cause it's a new, a new beta started this week. Weekend, right? new, that's right. New beta this weekend. I, well, I feel like they've got, they've got a framework for a really fun game. I of course this is still in beta, so you can't really say too much about it. Or yeah, how, but you're not going to you pay know, fifteen a month for that thing, are you? Uh, you know, I might for a few months just really? to uh, kind of play. Well, see, I don't mind going in for a game that I've never really played and doing it for two or three months because that's about the price of a regular game, and that's about how long I'll play it anyway. World well, of Warcraft, you'll, you'll pay. Like, don't forget though, you'll pay forty nine, then you'll pay for a few months because that game costs money true. out the out the that's, gate. That's true. That's yeah. true. But usually, sometimes they'll give you thirty days free. We'll see. We'll see how yeah, it goes. You'll get, you'll get that. They'll do right. it for sure. And so by the time you do a couple of months, it's about the same price as yeah. getting a full, full-on yeah. game. Anyway, yeah, I think the game, uh, the story is very simple. I don't feel like, which is good. At first, I was kind of like, all I'm doing is walking over here and walking over there, doing this. And these quests are kind of actually appropriate for the few, first 20 minutes of a game. Yeah. So at first, I was kind of like, eh. But then I was kind of, it, it kind of slowly drug me in, drug me in. And I, of course, I picked a, I picked a wood elf, and uh, he's a little bitty short munchkin, and uh, I didn't realize. I didn't realize. Is he a munchkin or is he a wood elf? I don't. He's a wood elf, but he's little bitty. (laughs) He's tiny. He's a little tiny guy, and I didn't realize this until I went and met my first super elf. I guess because she. Do you like like, playing taller? Do you like playing taller or shorter characters? Yeah. What do you do? I. You know it varies. I remember. I. It's. It's kind of like I get in this mindset of the characters I love to to read about in comics. Like I always loved Puck from Alpha Flight. You know, it was super short. So sometimes I'll pick a super short character, and sometimes I'll pick a really tall. I never pick an average character. Hardly ever do I pick an average size character because that's boring. That's what I am. I'm average. Right. And so I always pick, always pick some dude who's really either super tall or too big for the caverns, and then he falls. And, of course, I always pay for picking these weird size characters. But I will tell you, it's kind of weird because you, you can do first person or you can do kind of an older, over-the-shoulder kind of look. Mm. And so I did that in... When I first started, I'm running around, and of course, I got my assistant, and she's like 12 foot tall, and I'm like five inches tall. And so every time I go up and I'm attacking somebody, all of a sudden I see these these arms that's coming over the top of my head, going whoosh, yeah. whoosh, yeah. and uh, it's very distracting. <laughs> that sounds really intense. It is. It's very intense, but I'm I'm excited to see this. You know, I love the Elder Scrolls series. Same here. I, I, I played the beta. The it looks pretty neat. I feel like it's not. I said this on the show yesterday on the instance, but I don't I don't know that it's going to change my devotion to WoW because my I, I'm going to go where all my friends no. are going. So if all my friends suddenly said, you know what, WoW's being dropped like a hot rock, we're going over here. Well, right. I probably would play it because that's that's what an I, MMO is to me. It's where my friends go. Right. I I don't think Elder Scrolls is going to be to the point of. Of what World of Warcraft is, I think it's going to be a much simpler kind of gameplay. It'll be the new hotness for about, I don't know, four months. But that's just guessing because it's still in beta, people. Yeah, but I don't know that simpler than World of Warcraft is the best answer because people already argue that Warcraft is too simple and we need something more complex. My big old butt, I can't stand crafting crap. I just well, want to go swing my sword. Yeah, but you can do you can do that. And Elder Scrolls is full of professions, dude. You're not going to get away from that entirely in that game. Yeah. 
There's yeah. a certain there's a certain template these games follow, and even they with their changes and their tweaks, they're still sort sort of following that same template. I don't know. I wish it was a free to play game because I probably would be more likely to play it. Um, even if it was like a here's pay fifty bucks and then like Guild, Guild Wars, yeah, 2. Guild Wars two did a really good job with that and still does. Right, right. Um, so let me play it that way. That would be more interesting to me. But whatever, I'm I'm down with it. So far, I think I, I I'm gonna probably play it for a while. But it'll be just like Skyrim and those other games, even though they really didn't have a lo- super long life. But I played it enough. Skyrim, this is not a super long life. You are the crack smoker of the building right now. That game lasted forever, and people still play the hell out of it. Yeah, they, Skyrim they, is huge. I did, I, I did. I said for me. Oh, for you. Oh, that's different. For we me. know you have a two-hour threshold. That's it. I'm like, I'm bored. <laughs> that's it. I'm out. I don't, I don't understand that at all. When a game grabs me, man, <laughs> I, I do not let it go. When it sinks your teeth into to you, it's hard to get away. Now, if I play a game that's not great. I may get a little ADD about it and not play it very long, but if I'm playing something really, really good, it's very hard for me to, for me to leave. And I have to, I was going to say, I, for me, I have to finish whatever game is like sunk in their teeth into me before I can move on. There could be the best game that comes out, but if I'm still like mentally invested in like for instance, Fallout New Vegas or Borderlands 2, I can't move on. I don't know why this is it's how I play my game. Too much living to do for me to sit around in one game. I can't take no, it. No, that's not right. It, too much living to do. That's that's too that's many right. different lives. I got to be a pirate one minute. And I got to be fighting dinosaurs the next, and you know you I got gamer ADD. Ah! That's wrong. Yeah, that seems that seems bad. Oh, I shouldn't. I'm pretty it's close to this. I'm pretty close to this myself, so I, enjoy I shouldn't it. say. I enjoy it. There are people always like, "How do you play all these games you talk about every week?" And like, "Oh, well, I guess I don't play them all the way through a lot of the time." Like, right. will I finish? Um, well, I guess none of these this week are. These don't count. All of these are games you don't have. They don't have an end point. You just keep playing them. But, you know, occasionally. Like, so here's the problem. I started playing. What was the, what's the Double Fine game? I keep forgetting the game. Uh, uh, Broken Age. Broken Age. I started playing Broken Age. I haven't touched it since we last talked. Not because uh, I don't want to, but because yeah. my kids started watching me play it. And now they won't let me play it without them being present. And they just haven't been present a lot. <laughs> yeah. So now I got to wait until they're around and then. Take people put that that rule on you. Well, you can't watch that show. Why? Because we got to watch it together. Well, I don't know. I do this right now with like certain TV shows that I really want to catch Justified. up and see. Well, yeah, like I want to see. I really want to watch House of Cards. Finally, I haven't even cracked it. Why haven't I? Because Kim and I haven't been in a place where we can just sit down and binge a couple episodes in a row, and I don't want to do it without her. So it's like that. And I and I do want the kids to watch me play Broken Age. It's a hell of a thing. And Carter just eats the stuff up. I mean, it's anyway. just right up her alley in about 50 different ways. She should play it. She, she totally should. Just, should. Go, just go play it, Carter. Don't they have it's that wonderful. on the, is that on the iPad yet or no? Um, I think it's supposed to be coming out. I think it's on the, it's on the Ouya now. Cause we may, I just may buy the iPad version, like let the kids share the it. Ouya. The Ouya. Ooh. And then I can play it whenever I want and they can play their versions and off we go. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it is, but I'd have to Google it. <laughs> Right. I'll tell you the games that really hook me more than anything, though. Yeah. It's it's always those Age of Empires, Civilization kind of games. Those games just they they satisfy uh, this this obsessive compulsive disorder I have of, of it's because they have ADD like, in the game, right? <laughs> Pretty much because the game is all about am I am I managing everything? You should play that new. Um, right, right. You should play Banished, dude. That thing's right up your alley. 
I'm actually playing. Uh, I've, I can't say much about it because there's the NDA, but I'm playing uh, Dead Island Epidemic, which also Neff sent, and uh, it is early, early on, but it is a lot of fun. That's it's a kind MOBA of a, too, right? It's a it's, MOBA. It's a MOBA type, but very loosely, very loosely MOBA. It's not. It's not. It's not as MOBA as you might think. Well, what do you mean by let's, that? Let's I guess you can't talk about it because it's. I can't really in, talk NDA. about it. Other than yeah. other than to say that the gameplay seems unique to me, and that uh, it's been. It's been sucking me back in a lot. I've, I've actually went back and played a pretty good bit. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed Dead Island, the first Dead Island. I didn't really right. enjoy Riptide. I'm curious about Epidemic. And, and yeah, it's, it's a total departure from, from the so first person. Yeah. Kind of keep thing. in mind, it's I like top, top down Diablo looking, you know, cool the MOBA style. I mean, it really is at the core of it. I mean, their description right. says this is a MOBA game. So, right. You know what you're getting into. Uh, oh, hey, look. It's Casey, who comes in on a Saturday because that's the kind of guy he is, willing to take take one for the team, take a bullet. Casey, what's going on? Hey, Scott. Hey, Brian. Hey, Captain Janeway. <laughs> <laughs> Not that trusting. <laughs> hey, Casey. Whoa, easy there. Uh, what's going on, man? How are you? Well, how's your Saturday? Uh, so far, so good. I well, let's see if we can make it worse by us just fumbling around a trivia question that you brought to us about an old video game. Somebody picked it last week. Was it Brian? Brian picked the game. What was the What was the game? I have no it's, recollection. It was a newer it's game. Not so old. He picked Lego Star Wars. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay, so the it's the trilogy ones, right? Um. Yeah. This is this one's actually. I did the original one, which is based on episodes one through three. Okay, that's totally right. fine. That Wait, seems accurate when we say right. Star Wars Lego, because for the longest time, that's all that was. Right. Uh, I hear that Marvel one is the best one. Is that true? Anyone play that? Yeah, it's been on sale for a pretty good bit, and I haven't picked it up yet. I've it, I've watched people play it on YouTube's. I mean, it looks a lot like Marvel. It looks a lot like Lego games, but I keep hearing that right. there's some other sauce in there that makes it better. So I don't know. It's, I, I want to check it out, probably. All right. Well, Casey, lay it on us. Give us the trivia. What do you got? Okay. I have three trivia questions for LEGO Star Wars. Uh, just like last week, there's no multiple choice, but there are multiple answers to each question. All right. So each of you are going to give me one answer. So out of nine possible points, I need you guys to score at least five. Okay. That seems fair. Half. Ish, ish. It seems fair-ish. Ish, yeah. Ish, <laughs> yes. Okay, so are you ready for your first question? I am, as long as it's... If for Brian's case, we hope it was sooner than two hours into the game. Go. Right. Okay. <laughs> Nicole gives me the first answer for oh, okay. these questions. Okay. Oh, so here we go. Question one. Name a character that can double jump. Um, shoot. I don't remember. C3PO? Deep. Okay. Scott, do you have an answer? Um, I'm going to say... Oh, man. This is hard. I, um, I, yeah, I can't remember. I'm going to say Anakin Skywalker could double jump. Okay. And Brian? I'm going to say Yoda. Yoda. Okay. I'm giving you a visual. I have that, well. too. Oh, the Yoda makes sense. All right. Anyway. Because he did all that jumping around CGI bullcrap. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I hated about those prequels. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, so um, you guys got a point and a half. I'm not sure if Anakin could double jump or not. I don't remember. Oh, that, that was a so, good guess, too. That was... All right. Well, it seems like an obvious one since he's the core of the game, but... 
I don't yep. know. It could be wrong. Okay. Second question. Name a character that can use a grappling hook. Mm. Nicole, you're first. Han Solo. Wait, this is the originals though, right? The prequels? Oh. Yeah. Are we doing the prequels? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I thought we I was thinking. Oh. It's not the it's not one, two, three, yeah. It's just one said. it's just episodes was, one through three. Okay, one through three. Sorry. I thought you meant like the first three that came out, and that was the uh, anyway. Wish. Uh so confusing. <laughs> um Grappling hook. Crap. Jar, jar Jar Binks. Jar, jar. No, I knew she was going to use Jar Jar Binks. That was my go-to. Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Um, all right, <laughs> right, I'm going to say... It's my turn, right? Yep. I'm right. going to say uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. I am Brian. I'm going to say Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker. For the, for the win. You're <laughs> saying Anakin. Okay, Anakin Anakin Skywalker. All right. All right, uh, no points for that round. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. We were looking for characters that use blasters like um, like Boba Fett or Django Fett. Oh, Django or, Fett. Uh, Django Fett. <sighs> <sighs> you know, this is just serving as such a great reminder of how much I hate those prequels. <laughs> anyway. That was my intention. Good job. <laughs> Mission accomplished. All right, final question. Okay. If you guys get all three of these, I'll let you win. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Name a character that isn't intentionally attacked by enemy characters. Who isn't intentionally attacked by enemy yeah, you, characters. You can just walk around and the enemies ignore you. Interesting. Uh, R2-D2. Damn. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, Scott. I'll say C-3PO because I think she's on to something with the droids. All right. Brian. <laughs> well, you guys got on site with him. Yeah. You guys got two out of three points. On question. Really? <laughs> so the droids do? They have people avoid the droids. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love yeah. that. That is actually kind of cool, and not exclusive to the prequels, which suck. Right. So your total score is three and a half points. Oh, not that bad, sucks. Not quite good enough. That's so. freaking terrible is what that is. Who was the other? I got to know who the other one was that could walk around without getting shot. C-3PO um, and R2-D2, right? Like the gonk droid, the mouse droid. Droids. Yeah. All the droids. You should have said droid then. <laughs> you should have said droid. You should have said gonk droid. Uh, Casey, it's always uh, fun to have you on. Casey's music memories at the end of the show. People, make sure you stay tuned for that. And also, uh, Casey's on Twitter, at Casey Banta. Casey, let's do it next time, shall we? All right, Nicole gets to pick the next oh, game. Oh, pick okay. the next game. Um, can I pick an obscure game? Yeah. I don't Yeah. Sounds okay. good. Uh, a game by the name of Rule of Rose. Rule of Rose? Yes. It's a survival horror video game for the PlayStation 2. I loved it. I have it's a memory very, of this. Very vague, though. It's all, like it was banned in countries because it's all about creepy little kids. Oh. Well, there goes the trivia question. Yeah. How many well, no, creepy little kids are in this game? Little, no. no. Uh, how's that sound, Casey? Can you dig that up? <laughs> Sounds fine. All right. Stay, stay frosty. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Casey. All right. Casey Banta. I love I him. I don't know why I thought of that game, but I played that all the way through when it came out and it's a really good game hmm. I don't know why they've never I, I have a vague memory of it but I don't know why anything nothing's ever come of 
I mean, I, I, I don't know. I paid attention to a lot of that survival horror stuff, and I don't remember that one as well as the others. I remember the you name, should, though. should do it old school, Brian, next time. Yeah, get on right. that. Nicole, Rose. speaking of yes. old school, well, not, yes. it's still kind of new school. Tell us about Rayman Legends and you finally playing it. Oh, yeah. So Neff sent me Rayman Legends. Uh, it's really nice because I had put it on my wish list and I was sick. And he's like, Aww. hey, here you go. Oh, Neff's so I, a nice guy. That's such a fun game. It's great. I, yep. Um, Pure joy does, in a bucket. It does use. Yeah, it really. I don't even know what I'm doing. I just going around <laughs> smacking crap around, you know, hitting things, collecting little dudes, little. I don't know what they're called, but. You don't even really have to have a goal in the game. It just feels satisfying to. <laughs> you don't even smash. know what you're doing, but it's great. Well, no, 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 I mean, no, no it's good. Right. But the whole point is you're just going around collecting little orange, I don't know what the hell they are, fairies or whatever. whatever those are, yeah. Luma lights. My, or, yeah. Favorite kind of game. I don't even know what it is. It's really it, fun. It's just, it brings just a fun. freaking smile to your face and you can't it stop does. grinning. Yeah. And it's such a satisfying experience. I mean, it hits on those collection uh reward kind of benefits a game does really really well mm-hmm. brian aren't you one of those who doesn't like that rayman has no legs or arms that no that's you was yeah. oh, that me that no, that's me. me no i don't like it oh I'm that like... was you yeah. I, thought it was like... I, I think it bothers me a little but i think it's i get past it more brian really can't deal with it He's i don't str- like it str- i don't like it one bit yeah yeah, yeah. where's your yeah. legs and arms at man <laughs> i usually play the little fat blue guy anyway when I play it, although in this game Pop, it's weird Papa because Smurf. he'll he'll be part of the uh, the the other weird mode where he's well, it's going to be different though. I play it on the Vita, and there's a lot of screen touching on that one, so I don't I was know how to say do it on how the PC are you playing it. I don't know. Um, it weird. it initiates you play, which is kind of annoying. So any achievements yeah. I get is in you play yeah, instead of Steam. Hey, oh guess what? I hate worse than Origin. You play. You play. Yeah, I hate it. Though I will say it was a very seamless connection yeah, between steam and you play you just install and you go and it's fine but it's no, no, just no. it's annoying you know no nah. it's well, annoying that like, they even have to have that layer there what do i even need see, that for with origins you have to download it you have to in you know install it all manually with with the raymond game i just hit install and it did everything for me in the background and connected my accounts and all of that it was yeah. all done it's true they to- do they install it for you you're right I mean, I, I don't know how, I don't think there's any, because there's no such thing as a game that Steam has that requires Origin. Right, if right. They, In other words, if EA has a game on Steam, they inherently don't require Origin for that particular game. So if you're playing, you know, Kingdoms of Amalur and you're not using Origins because you don't have to. But in right. the case of anything else, that's all exclusive on Origin. You can't get it on there anyway. So their way, they're trying to truly be a Steam competitor. You plays like, we know yeah. we can't really fight this, so we're just going to install in the background. Yeah. Either way, mostly, I hate it. Like you don't make console players do this; it don't make PC players right. do it. Well, it's mostly the, a community thing, and I think maybe that's the reason why because they probably don't have to do it in the because they probably bundle it in with the the application on the yeah. consoles where they got the community built in. But on the PC, they like you know they want to get in there. Well, UPlay does require you on the console, like with Black Flag. If yeah, I right. want to get all my little benefits and bonuses, I gotta. Log into Uplay from my console. You have to, but if you mm-hmm. want that stuff, yes. If you don't care about that stuff, and I don't, then screw those guys. I'm just playing my game. Screw those guys. It just bugs but, me. It bugs me that these with, guys all want to get their fingers into the community thing, and they want to do it this like little edgewise way, and I right. just, it pisses me off. But you are out. missing out on stuff, though, especially with Black Flag. What am I missing if out you on? Don't, you're missing out. Like When you get in those later levels of, of uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, you can 
um, make money through the app. So Mark was doing all kinds of like sending ships out from his phone. Oh, right. And it's yeah. all through no. the Uplay login. That's cool. That stuff's all right. Not all cool. that interested, though. Earning, like, and you're earning money while you're not even in the game. I hate that gimmick crap, though. I just want to play yeah. it. He had fun it. with it. Mark really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, I don't. And if it works for some, great. And the thing is, here's the funny bit. I did log into Uplay the first day. But then, I don't know if it's just the early goings and they patched this in or whatever, but it was making me do it every time I played the game. Log in, log in, log in. Yeah, not, I mean, not, it didn't save it. It didn't give me an option to save it. I had to re-enter it every time. Now, I don't know about you, but doing that with a controller, no matter how easy the PS4 little floaty one works, it sucks. And I have a big, long password that's super secure. So F those guys and their yeah. dumb system. Like, I'll do it now, maybe. Maybe now they fixed it when I get back into Black Flag. Or not Black Flag. Yeah, Black Flag. I'll re-enable it. But right now, it's just like, you're not really doing me much good here. And if they start walling off really important features, that's when I get super pissed. And that's when I don't want to play your game at all. Because then you're making me do your thing. You're holding back gameplay <laughs> until yeah. I use features. your damn thing. Ugh. Yeah. Bugs me. Yeah. Just give me the game. Give me the game. Let me play it. I gave you the money. Give me the game. It's as simple as that for me. If you want to put extra stuff in there, put extra stuff in there, but don't make me log into your bullshit. Just, just make me play it because I already paid for it. Anyway. Right. Uh, uh, what you what you paid for and what you get has blurred so much over the last five, six years, hasn't it? Yeah, it's gotten to With me. With video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me about uh, FNV. What the hell was that? That's something you talked oh, about last Oh, New week. Vegas. Oh, New Vegas. You no, your the, abbreviations. You beat, you beat the you beat the DLC. Um, so I've beat three of the four DLCs. Mm. So the Honest Hearts was uh the Zion where you go to Zion and it's yeah. Anyway, I finished that up, uh, and I'm now in Lonesome Road, which is the last one. Aren't we all? <laughs> and this is where I fight another courier. So ooh, is it uh, a is it that guy from that movie? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I love how you're trying to like involve yourself into the DLC. <laughs> but I, I would say if I had to rate them, I would say that I, I'm not done with Lonesome Rome, so that might skew my my results. But as, out of the three, my favorite has been um, the first one, Old World Blues, then Dead Money, and then Honest Hearts. Mm. And I'm curious if Lonesome Lonesome Road is going to upset that order. Um, but I've also found out, kind of going back to our old odd mod segment, Ooh. that there are two projects, two standalone um, user-created, fan-created DLCs that I cannot wait to try. Oh, I heard about. They're supposed so, to be pretty good. Yes, Project Some Brazil. Some good Skyrim stuff too in that vein. There's a lot of yeah, good stuff and, like that. And it's a whole story. And Project Brazil has like professional voice actors. Like it's legit. Mm. And I hear it's wonderful. And so um, as soon as I'm done with Lonesome Road, I'm going to go on to Project Brazil and Project Nevada. <laughs> I love and, how you're so into this game again. Oh, uh, I can't. I can't leave. I just can't leave. That's great. It's so good. A, I love that there. I really hope that the magic happens where at E3 they announce the new game, uh, Fallout 4, yeah. and it'll be out this fall. There's all kinds of rumors that's all true. So if that's well, true, man, you're in for a great I Christmas. hope it's not this fall. I got to have some space between this and that's <laughs> true. One. That's true. That feeling of jumping right from the same <laughs> I, game I to the next yeah. version is kind of rough. You don't want to do that always. 
But I have to say, when I see someone, so I'm playing it through Steam, and and I'm seeing some of my friends, in, and I'm like, oh, you, you're you're playing Fallout in Vegas. I kind of like a little, to little tip of the hat there. Yeah. Good job. Hope you're enjoying it. A little flick it's of the fun. wiener. Yep. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, flick of the wiener. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm loving it still. Great. Good. Amazing DLC. That's really really cool. We talked about the boost. Yeah. Well, well let's see. Yeah. Let's as time goes on, we'll talk more about that boost. Yeah. I, I think let it simmer for a while. That's what I'd recommend. I need food. Some quick news for everybody. Suck it, Canada, Brian says. Quote, this is a quote. Brian Dunaway says, suck it, Canada. PlayStation it, 4 Canada. going up 50 bucks because of supply and demand. U.S. dollar doing better. Beer. What's the reason? Do we know why? What's why? What's the cause? Uh, the, the, the article kind of hints that as the, the Canadian dollar has taken a, a short small dip compared to the u.s dollar and that's then that's what's causing this but i don't understand how that works anyway because this is a international thing japan don't care if, if it's got canada money or not canada money is as good as any other money right well i think it, it it is like i mean there's a reason why prices vary in region to region but in this right. case is it also true of other products and other uh, product categories is it just the playstation right. 4 or other things going up what is it like? It's, what, what what is the? It's like fifty dollars. It's, it's generally uh, how, what we, how, how much percentage are we talking here? Ten percent? Three ninety nine. So so fifty bucks is how much of three ninety nine? That's uh, yeah, what, I can't do it in my that. head. About twelve, something like that. Some percentage there. Right, right. Um, so, and so you you I want to know if magazines went up that much. Did Coke go up that much? Did the movie tickets right. go up that much? Like, is it just across the board, or is it straight up? You know. It's just, you know, and I kind of talked about this last week, talked about a little bit of supply and demand and GameStop and what they were doing. Yeah. I, I don't know. These, I, I think, I think these quick, these short term price hikes and dumps based on supply and demand for a new product like this, I don't know. That, that feels kind of dirty. That feels more like something that you would see, you know, like on the black market or something. Not really mm-hmm. necessarily something you see in major markets where it's kind of like, okay, we've got a long term plan. Over the next five years, we're going to sell it at X number of dollar, and you know it's going to blah blah blah. It's a little but fishy for sure. It, it yeah. seems like yeah, it's too reactionary. Too reactionary. I don't. I don't like that. That to me, it, it destabilizes the idea of of the value of what you're what you're buying. It also puts a really big interest in my head. It's like, well, is it going to be a hundred dollars less in six months? Well, you know, that's a big difference. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. It, it makes me feel. Well, I like oh, you mentioned a quick dump. I like a quick dump. It's nothing I like bah. more than a quick dump. Uh, PlayStation now to offer free or sorry, uh, time limited rental options on PS3 and eventually PS4, according right. to the new uh, store listing. I saw this. It seems kind of interesting. This idea of renting digitally, not just demos. Yeah, uh, and we do it. With that's curious. All the time, so. Yeah, I like it. It's a curious way to deal with the whole like if people play demos that you didn't get any money out of out of them. Right, right. And also you got to have a separate build of the game that is purely a demo versus here's the whole game, rent it for a period. Oh, you didn't like it? No worries. Your seven days are up. You do like it? You want to keep it? Here's the full amount minus the cost of the rental. Right. That's right. currently the rumor how that's going to go. Five bucks is the pricing image. Uh, it seems. I right. like it. Yeah, I like it because I, I, I love the red box and grabbing uh, game rentals out of there because I can... You know, a couple of dollars, I can rent it, see if it's really worth playing or not. Now, some of the stuff is stripped out, and lots of times you won't be able to play uh, the online community kind of stuff because that you know, well, they can't do that. They have to have codes because they've used games and this whole cycle of crap. Anyway, yeah, being able to do it and and pay like five dollars for a couple of days and be able to do it for 
you know, and do everything fully. I'm excited about that. Yeah. I got one thing to say about Sony. Just the thing that's been bugging me a little bit. I want to get this off my chest. Oh, enjoying my PS4. I've always enjoyed my PS3. I like Sony. I like the Vita. All that stuff's fine. I don't like how slow they are on release day. So what happens right. is if something new is coming to Steam, damn it, I see it at midnight. I can start. Da- I can preload that thing or at the very least download it right then at midnight. Sometimes that varies, but whatever. I can start playing it immediately. They know the release time. It's boom in my hands. Done. Just like if I was waiting in line at a GameStop to pick up a game, they understand that kind of mindset of some gamers right that we want it right now as soon as we can get it sony has their tuesday releases and you go check it's not there check at noon still not there check at one hey it's there but the buy button's not working well that's a little weird check later Mm, it's not in the main listing but i have to search for it then it'll show up the cash hasn't cleared or whatever i still can't buy it or in the case of like free psn stuff like when dead nation came out it took all day for that thing to show up. When it did finally show up, it said free. I went to click it. It tried to charge me 15 bucks. Like, well, wait a minute. I'm a PS member. Then later I tried it and it said free. But when I clicked it, it says this is free only to PSN members. You can sign up for that here. I am one because I went to another PSN game and it said, or a plus game and it said, hey, you're a member. Great. Have this. So it's like this day long process of them trying to get their cash cleared, new postings on the store. That link's wrong, that link's right, but the thing doesn't go through. It's kind of jank. And I don't know yeah, why they right. do that. It's real frustrating. I can't speak to Xbox One and how they're handling it, but, but uh, you know, for a thing where on the whole I've had nothing but great experience, I'm not one of those casual gamers that checks four days after the fact. I'm checking day one. And right, they need right. to cater to now. me, damn it. Yeah. Cater to me. And Scott alert. Scott alert. All right. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. Oh, sorry. Intruder alert. Uh, Xbox One's controller PC, or yeah, the uh, controller uh, PC drivers are still coming. That's good. I want to. Yeah, pe- they said uh, the other day. They said nah, not going to happen. Somebody did. Yeah, on the internet, it has to and happen. Now they're saying no, it's coming. No, it has to happen. I mean, duh. Right. You basically own the controller space on PCs. Why would you not do that? Like, right, people right. buy your controller even if they don't buy an Xbox One just to have it on their PC. They've done that with 360 controllers for eight years now. Microsoft would be up in the night if they didn't make official drivers. That would be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It would be so stupid because they're 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 like way ahead of any of the of yeah. the PlayStation controllers coming to the PC. I mean, way well, ahead. Well, that's not true because PlayStation well, Four works just fine on there it, on the PC. Yeah, oh yeah, no problem. Right. Plug it in, boom, you're in. Plug it in, works, boom. Yeah, so, but but works great. but that's true. But our games. Uh, making use yes because all it does is it maps it to the same as the 360 mappings so right a and x are mapped together all the triggers are the same dual sticks are the same d-pad think about it there's no real difference so no so they just work but 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 there's no big difference there but they also have the trackpad and stuff and they've got different things on oh yeah you're not going to use you're you're right no but no one's going to do that yeah, well, they are. They, I hope they do. I hope they, they won't. Though, no. think about it. Nobody's gonna. No, no PC maker is gonna make a version of a PC game that has that stupid touchpad capability. Well, not the touchpad, but I'm talking about you know, like maybe the the gyros, information, and and different things that that could be included. They in They could do that. Yeah, but see that you right. could do that with a 360 as well. So, right. Uh, oh no, you couldn't. I'm sorry. Xbox One can do that. So right. if the Xbox One drivers will support it, and people start doing it in a massive way, then yes. But right now the basics are there, and it just supports it. It's fine. That's how Nick and I play multiplayer. Is he'll pull out the PS4 controller, I'll put in the 360, and we're in. I like it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Amazon game controller to cross between Xbox 360 and on live controllers, and it's in a cool. similar vein, that new Steam controller redesign looks a lot like an Xbox controller. 
I right. mean, duh, you guys go with what people know and what works. That's a great controller. There's never been anything wrong with a 360 controller. It's maybe the strongest controller ever. So of course you're gonna, you're gonna I think so. you're gonna do that. I'm just excited. There's so much great because for the longest time it was just it was either knockoff brand or a 360 controller. Because back in the day, Microsoft used to have their game pads and everything else they had for the for the PC. And I've always enjoyed having a controller. I'm just excited. There's pretty much three big options for if you count the uh, the PS4. There's four pretty dang good options for PC uh, controllers. If that Amazon one's real. That's an ugly controller. Dude. It is super ugly. But if it's twenty four bucks, maybe. Yeah. Maybe maybe if you come over and play with Brian, maybe you get the Amazon controller br- br- for twenty four. Br- br- you sound like a guy eating uh, a lot of meat right now. I am, I'm eating budding meat. A little lot of meat. And that new Steam controller is just weird. Yeah, I, I still think I, I still think they're, I still think they're trying reaching a little bit too far with that. I, I, I think they're reaching a little too far. With that, that touchpad thing they got going on, they really want to have something though that that makes, makes you feel like up. you're getting something that's mouse like. I mean, they right. they want to recreate that experience with RTSs and games that normally wouldn't use these. They want people to play Dota with this controller, so they're going to work really hard to figure that out. But I'm like you; I'm not sure they can do it. Have I'm you seen sure. that new King's controller or whatever? It's like this this guy's making this. Uh, he had this Kickstarter project and he just funded, and it was a. Uh, it's like this keyboard grip thing that he's got and it no. does all the management of mouse and keyboard and it looks very looks very star trekky no but i love weird crap like that i'll let check me, that let out let me see if i can let me see if i can find that uh now here just king's assembly a computer a computer mouse full of awesome yeah, yeah check Calculate that out uh we'll skip a couple of these one last one while you're finding that pop cap was hit pop cap was hit with unspecified number of layoffs that's bad news especially on the heels of that Relatively successful new Plants vs. Zombies shooter thing that's on the Xbox One. It's doing good. Um, but that's how this goes. They do a big release, then EA goes, lay people off. Right. We're done with EA's, that game. Uh, EA is kind of like all about the uh, screwing it up right now, aren't they? Yeah, they have been for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, check it out. Time for a little game show. <gasps> or not game show. Time for a little giveaway. Nicole has put never, I've never seen, Nicole, so many freaking codes in my life. I know. Well, thanks to Neff for donating Dino Horde and Melissa. Oh, my gosh. Melissa, you just sent me a ton of codes. Melissa. Mm. Um, we have uh, Robot Riot, Project Apt, Jimmy vs. Zombies, uh, Sim, is it S-Y-M? No. Uh, Galaxy on Fire 2. Holy crap, I sound Ooh. awful. Galaxy um, on Fire. I don't know. You're kind of turning Brian on, to be honest. <laughs> Ooh. Sniper Ghost Warrior Gold Edition. Yeah. Tower okay. Wars. Um, I don't know what this 3079 block auction and 3089 futuristic action or a- auction. <laughs> auction. Futuristic auction. <laughs> like, wow. Let's get into an auction. <laughs> uh looks yeah. like they're first person shooters. Probably. RPGs. Well, yeah. are they though? They could it be. Says, it says RPG FPS. Oh, FPS. Yeah, that must be that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, realms of Arcadian, Arcadia. Oh, yes, Arcadia. Yes, yes. Sorry, yeah. And Expedition Conquistador, Conquistador, Conquistador. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Conquistador. <laughs> Don Cheeto. All right, so this is how we do it now. This is um, how we do it. How are we gonna do it? What do you do? So, everyone in the chat room, um, I'm gonna say I'm here, and uh, you can find me as Nicole Spag with a little underscore. So, if you send me a direct message. 
I will just randomly give you one of these games. And this will work in your IRC clients or the web chat interface, however you are connected to us right now. That's what you want to use. Yeah, if you don't, if you just want a random, or if there was a specific game you heard me say, they were like, oh, I would totally like to play that game. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me know. So I'll just be hanging out here. They're going to be doing the emails and the old school, and I'll be handling the contest in the chat room. (laughs) Perfect. Goes is going to sit here with her bag of goodies and go. Yes. That's awesome. Well, while you're doing that. School. Let's kick it old school. Old video game time. Let's talk about the history, the backstory, the old days of a game called Impossible Mission for the Commodore 64, released in 1984. It's mm-hmm, a big, it's a big mm-hmm. year. You got your, uh, you got your Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom there. You got it was. your, uh, you got your. Uh, you get, was, uh, let's see, was it 85, 85 or 84 for Back to the Future? I don't remember. 84. Okay, great. 84 was the big year. Good years for movies. A good year for me. By the way, also, yeah. if you've never played this game, you yeah, may recognize yeah. this game from our intro. Oh, is it part of that? Come on in. Come on in. Stay a while. Oh, stay a while. This is the one. Yeah, this oh. is stay a while. Okay, I always thought that guy was from um, the the Roll Around Gather Stuff game, uh, Katamari Games. That could be... No. Okay, all right. I, we got a clip. We'll play it. Don't you worry. New Impossible Mission is a platform computer game for several home computers. The original version for the C64, programmed by Dennis Caswell and published by Epics in 1984. Player takes the role of a secret agent who must stop an evil genius. Uh, it features a, the use of digiti- digitized speech, which was a very kind of rare thing then, mm-hmm. and uh, was provided by a company called Electronic Speech Systems, who drastically raised their prices after Impossible Mission became a big hit. <laughs> They're like, right. oh, we should charge more for this. Uh, so we're going to play, I'm going to play a clip uh, from Impossible play, Mission. Play and, some of that awesome audio stuff. Yeah. Oh, it is him. Stay a while. Stay forever. Weird. <laughs> so he's running. Screen to screen. Oh, I remember this game. I loved this game. Yes. This is way ahead of its time, you guys. Totally. Way ahead of its time. In fact, let's play it now. Screw this. I'm gone. See you, see you next right. week, everyone. If, you, if you've ever seen the other games that are around, out around this time, you really get a perspective of how far ahead they were. Yeah, there's a lot of weird sounds happening. Let me skip that a little bit. Well, you also forget how far ahead the Commodore 64 was compared to other platforms at the time. That right, looks right. a lot better than, say, some Atari thing or whatever. Sorry, crap. Uh, there you go. That's uh, Impossible Mission in stores now. Go check it out. Nicole, do we have winners? Everyone won? She's still banging yes, away? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. How'd we so, answer it now? Yeah. Um, we got Andre Eckberg in the chat room. We have Ralph nice. Elf Huntero, mm-hmm. formerly Taurus. Yeah. Chimaria. Chimaria. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Free Rangers. <laughs> I think people just want to mess with me by picking weird, weird, crazy names. Um, Android user two <laughs> or Android. Wow. Uh, Ace, Ace High, Squishy, and World Inc. Nice. I got. I still yeah, have two yeah. games left. I still have two games left. So okay, you still you have time, one, everybody. Well, I tell yep. you a couple of quick things here. Uh, number one, you heard at the top of the show. Well, you didn't, but people at home will. Uh, Nerdtacular tickets still on sale. We're running through them very quickly. If you're planning on coming this year, you got to get your tickets now nerdtacular.com and the location is right here at uh, Snowbird right outside of beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah this uh, July 4th weekend Nicole is in charge of an entire podcasting track you guys Woo-hoo! 
So Nerds. that's a big deal. Um, there's plenty of other stuff going on. The double clicks are performing. Uh, there'll be our musical act this year, and it's going to be amazing. Tons of board gaming. Oh, and a note about board gaming. Next week, we'll have back the, uh, we're going to have Dude What Was On last week talking about board games again. That Yay. turned out to be a big hit with a lot of people. I loved it. Fun. Yeah, he was great. He really nailed it, and um, we want to make it a regular thing. So listen for him next week. We would have done it yesterday, but with our time change, we kind of messed him up on time but uh, don't worry next week he'll come with a brand new board game to talk to us about and get y'all excited about tabletop gaming uh brian what are you doing right now that people should know about anything scott of course go to comics coast to coast we've had a great couple of weeks of uh interviews and just ryan estrada we talked to yesterday south korea he's where he's at now he's a globe-trotting cartoonist so check check out the uh, latest episode of Comics Coast to Coast 192. You can go you can go to comicscoasttocoast.com or you can get it from the Frog Pants Mega Feed. Yeah, very nice. Available anytime you check your damn feed. Uh, Nicole, right. what are you doing besides giving away codes? Trying to get some sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you got so many other cool things going on. She's on yeah, Wednesdays yeah. on TMS. She's got that I nerd am. parents business going on. It's all good, man. Yep, nerd parents, recommendals, mm-hmm. ladies of leet, mm-hmm. um, all that fun stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, come to Nerdtacular. It'll yes. be so much fun. It's going to be so much fun. We want to see everybody there. So please come and enjoy and enjoy us and join us is what I meant to say. Can join us. Come and can join us. <laughs> uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for being here. If you want to be a part of the show proper, you can email us. The morning stream. Sorry, this is the morning stream. Podcast at finalscoreshow.com is the address. I shouldn't be on this tab. Uh, Finalscoreshow.com is our website. Big thanks to Paul Swickard, who handles all of our show notes and uh, maintenance over there. He's the man. Uh, TFS Show is our Twitter account handle. Follow it there. Scott Johnson, the Brian Dunaway, and Nicole Spag for the rest of us. You can find us on Facebook at slash Final Score Show. And our Steam community is always accessible at steamcommunity.com slash groups slash Final Score Show. You can find more great shows just like this at frogpants.com. That's going to do it for us, for me. For Nicole and for Brian. We'll see you next time. Hey guys, welcome to Sweet Kicks with Bricks. Hey, we have a very special guest who has pretty much one of the coolest Kickstarters I've seen in a while. And he... His name is Keith Lee of Counterplay Games, and he is here to talk about Duelist. How's it going, Keith? Great. Thank you again for taking the time to chat. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for taking the time. I'm sure your schedule is a lot crazier than mine is right now. Yeah, it's been pretty nuts. I think that we just launched our Kickstarter about five days ago, and we've hit about 75% of our initial target goal. So we're extremely happy with progress and hopefully we can hit our initial funding target and then start aiming for some of our stretch goals that we're really excited by. Yeah, I I don't think you'll have any problems reaching your goal and uh, I'm sure you'll be able to get some of your stretch goals as well. But uh, uh, I definitely, your game stood out to me because first of all, I love tactics games and they're so much fun. But I also like how it's going to be heavily involved with uh, you know, the, the ranking between battling other people. And uh, just tell us a little bit about your Kickstarter and, the, and give us the good meat of it. So basically, our entire team has been huge tabletop fans and also huge tactics fans. So we grew up on Final Fantasy Tactics from 
the original. Oh, I X, love that game. Yeah, the first FF Tactics, and we played it on our PS2 all the way to playing later on Disgaea on the PS3 to the original XCOM in the early 90s, and we still love the more recent XCOMs with Enemy Within and Fire Emblem. So the list goes yeah. on and on. Uh, but one thing that we noticed is that we've always wanted to be able to have a game where we can combine squad-level tactics and turn-based strategy, but have a group of friends or a group of people to play multiplayer against, but to have the same level of matchmaking, the the really, really sophisticated competitive ranking systems that you see in more real-time games, and to combine that together with uh, what we have here. So I think that was like really kind of the big differentiator for us. And we also knew that we had to start from the ground up, building it to be multiplayer balanced. And I think that people don't realize that if you focus on the single player campaign or the single player content, it's really designed for a pure single player playthrough. The design of the units, design of the abilities are all around level progression and they won't work very effectively or very well in um, multiplayer uh, because of the way that people grind or the way that single players is all about gating to the next level yeah. and to the next boss or the next type of content and you grind encounters and fights, which is part of the fun, of course, and the progression and thinking about what sort of items and weapons you want to use. But that's just not going to work on a PvP level where things need to reset where the abilities have to be very clear and uh, we have to find other ways to, to kind of do it. So uh, we had to start from the ground up doing that. I think that's our big differentiator. And um, But I think it's it's an underserved community for TBS games and also for ranked match play for tactics. Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked for it. It, it looks great. Um, just the little videos that you have up on your Kickstarter look great. Uh, the, the art looks awesome. And, uh, you know, even transferring it from the, you know, the, the art to the more the, the the bit graphic after into the game, I think it looks fantastic. So Yeah, it's an interesting story. So Glaber Kotaki, the lead artist on Rogue Legacy, we knew each other and we got to know each other. And then we just said, hey, wouldn't it be really cool for us to take pixel art, kind of that lo-fi pixel art, and combine that with a tactics game because people love that pixel art because I played Fire Emblem, I played Advance Wars, all of that is pixel art. And uh, also from a development standpoint, it allowed us to create a lot of different types of units and to be able to prototype different pixel art concepts more quickly. Because if we had built a game that was a 3D model or even uh, very complicated 2D artwork, um, the development process is really different because now you have to think about the bones and the animations and how to rig your creature, or your monster, or your character. And um, Glauber right now, if he wanted to make a six-legged creature or monster or a unit with three arms, it's really easy for him to do in the pixel art. It would have been next to impossible uh, to be able to do that for a 3D game. And I think that's sometimes like the pitfall people take is try to make a game that's like pure 3D. But I think at the end of the day, we wanted to make a game that was really fun from a gameplay design perspective and i think that the pixar helps to complement it but it's not the primary driver for um for that oh yeah and i i totally agree with that i mean i the tactics games you know graphics 
you know, even though I really like the look of your game, but the graphics is not the, you know, the big pinnacle point. It is the gameplay. Like such games like, you know, Final Fantasy Tactics, it didn't have the greatest graphics, but the gameplay was really, really good in that game. And so I, yeah, it's just, I I really like how you have kind of like your set uh, designated troops within each squad, but then they're they're designed differently for each uh, section of different yeah, armies. So that's, it looks really cool. That's that's uh, correct. And you know, just to hop on to that original point, 3D is awesome, and we love 3D. We made lots of 3D games, but as you said, I think for a tactic style game, you want to be able to see the entire tactical map very, very clearly and see how the tiles would work, what your movement spaces would be. And unless you're making a very good game like XCOM, the more recent one, it's very hard to build a 3D game because your visibility is really different because you might have a different camera angle. You didn't set it up the right way. A building is blocking your view and you just can't see stuff all the time. And I think that was like one of the problems that I see in the 3D based turn based strategy games. Um, you need to do a lot of work with the camera. And that's something that we didn't really want to deal with. And I think that we wanted to just focus on the tactics. So, um, but also back to your second point, you're correct. Uh, every single faction has seven unique classes, but they all share the same type of classes. And every single class, for example, the assassin will always still be a low HP, high DPS or high damage unit that's melee. And it's not going to be a ranged unit and it will generally have a shorter attack pattern and range. Uh, so all of those will share common properties of, a, of an assassin class per faction. However, every single assassin for every faction will have a different set of abilities. So for example, the Songhai assassin that you see with the long blade uh, in our uh, Kickstarter concept, uh, this unit will actually be able to earn, uh, reset its action or AP if it's able to defeat an enemy this turn. So it's consistent with sort of the assassin theme, uh, but that's unique to that particular assassin. In contrast, the Leonard Kingdom assassin uh, the one that has two blades on it, uh, it's able to simultaneously, simultaneously attack two different enemies at the same time uh, per turn. So each of those have different abilities, but I think it's very consistent with the themes that we're trying to do. Yeah, and I think, uh, like you were saying earlier, that having having these designated troops that are, you know, relatively the same in each group, you know, kind of will level the the playing field where, you know, people can enjoy the the PVP a little bit more where instead of having someone that's like crazy, you know, higher level than you just destroying you type of thing. So, yeah, absolutely. And I think that even though per game session, the units will reset and will have their basic stats. Uh, we're also considering being able to track the stats per unit so that long term, if that unit or that assassin successfully through time, in itself had killed, let's say, 30 plus units for itself, uh, we can potentially upgrade it visually with a different skin to show that it's um, a more quote unquote badass version of itself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't uh, negatively impact the game itself and, and things like that. So those are the type of things that we're really thinking a lot about. And also what type of progression we can add for these units without impacting the balance of the PVP, but also adding progression in your player profile itself too. Yeah, I, I really like that. So, you know, 
when they go up against someone, you're not necessarily looking at them and be like, oh, that person's a higher level than me. You're just like, oh, he's killed a lot of people with that person. So he probably knows how to use them really well, but on a power level, they're they're still equal. With yeah, them. and I think that it's always hard to to add progression to every single unit because it will also inadvertently, indirectly change how you play PvP. So, for example, a great example for me is when I was playing FF Tactics, I always have difficulty leveling up my healer. So all I, I have to always bring my melee guys in, get them, get my enemies at like very low HP or like block them, then move my healer to go and kill it so I can level up my healer. Yep, I remember doing yes. that too. And then, <laughs> that's just like the, that's always, your your healer's always lagging behind and uh, it changes the behavior of how you play it. Like if you didn't care about that, you you just plow through the game much more quickly, but it's all about optimizing your, your support classes. So um, similarly, with, with our game, we don't want to put too much stats and like progression on every unit because if you have like your favorite assassin that's already got 30 kills, you could finish the game and win, but maybe now you have to spend time to move that guy up because you want to use that guy to kill the general or something to get an achievement or like a progression stat on it. And it's devi- it's just actually changing your behavior significantly. So um, So those are the type of things that we want to be really aware of. Awesome. So, uh, what, uh, when can they, so the, your Kickstarter ends on April 9th. So when it ends and I, I have no doubt that it's going to be fully funded. When, when will people expect to see the game delivered to them? So if we just hit our initial funding goals, the way we've scoped it out is to be able to deliver and release the game in December of 2014. So the end of this year, now, okay. with that in mind, it uh, I think the the part that we care most about is when we hit our closed beta and onward, and it's really going to depend on once we have a really good set sample set of people playing it consistently, it's going to impact, of course, how quickly we want to release because ultimately we want it to be a great, well-balanced game, and if that means that there are still balance issues. We would just iterate as fast as we can, but uh, that's that's really kind of the caveat. You know, it always comes down yeah. to getting it out there. And, and, you know, having been from Blizzard and other really great AAA, our team has been on other really great companies. Uh, we mu- I think once we've gotten a really good kernel of the game in closed beta, we'd rather spend a little bit more time there to bake it uh, so that uh, we only have one shot of, of course, releasing it on Steam and things like that. We want to make sure we have the best impression for people when 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 it comes out and it's like really well balanced and tuned. Good. And uh, you mentioned Steam, so let's say uh, uh, there are people out there that just happen to miss your Kickstarter, but hopefully that's not the case. But they see they find your game later. Where where are some places that they'll be able to get the game if uh, they weren't part of the Kickstarter? So right now we actually work with Humble Bundle. And so if they also have uh, long term, we will uh, be launching it on their store and also distributing it through Humble Bundle. And I think that a lot of us as fans and gamers um, have at least done one or two Humble Bundles in the past. So I think that's really helpful for us. Uh, But of course, we are currently on Steam Greenlight. So if 
um, any of you guys have a chance to click on our uh, dualist green light, that's going to help us. We're about 40% of the way there to getting greenlit. So uh, every vote will count because we absolutely would love to distribute it on Steam. And it would yeah. really suck if we couldn't, uh, if we didn't get enough votes for it. Uh, but that said, um, you know, long term, we do want to do other platforms, but that's our primary area. And then next week, we're going to be having a couple meetings to see if we could uh, get some stuff going on with consoles and, and sort of handhelds yeah. and things like that. And essentially, that's usually part of like stretch goals and stuff. Like the more money you get, the more you'll be able to, you know, handle possibly converting it to consoles and and so forth so yeah uh people should get on this kickstarter and just take my money why don't you <laughs> so cool where are some places that uh people can find you to find out more about the game if they want to so the best place for us is just www.duelist.com so we have a really great website there. We have a blog. We also have links to our Kickstarter and our Humble Bundle. And we will be launching our forums in the next week. So I think there's a lot of stuff there. And uh, we want people to be going to that site long term because, of course, the Kickstarter will end eventually. And we want to make sure that we can continue and carry the conversations very effectively in one area. So uh, that's the best place to be. Awesome. Sweet. So you heard it, people. Keith says go to duelist.com. And I know that uh, I follow them also on Twitter at uh, PlayDuelist on Twitter. And you can uh, find out stuff there as well. So uh, that's that's all the time I'm going to take from you, Keith. I really appreciate you being on the show. And uh, I just want everyone to know that uh, you can find more out. Go to kickstarter.com. Go check out Duelist. It's going to be an awesome tactics game. I'm super stoked for this game coming out and everyone should should back it if you can't back it right now uh go go to steam green light it and then we can get it on steam later and so there's different ways you can go and support this game so this is it for uh sweet kicks with bricks i'm barrick saying so long and don't forget to check out my podcast the closet geek and you can find us at theclosetgeek.net and you can find me at bricks 2312 on Twitter, and please come back next week and listen to the final score and Sweet Kicks with Bricks. And thanks again, Keith. Thank you. This is Casey with a March of Mario music memory. There aren't too many ways to displease me with your RPG, but the surest way to do it is to make it too short. It takes longer to say Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars than it does to actually finish the game. Alright, I'm exaggerating. A little bit. Let's be somewhat positive here though. The graphics at the time completely blew me away. The soundtrack is extensive and brilliantly composed. This game is also responsible for spawning the amazing Paper Mario and Mario and Luigi RPG series. Speaking of which, where the heck is Luigi in this game? At home? Wishing on shooting stars? Boo.
podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there. 